T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94. WIP Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Bagley's behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop in on this Tuesday night as we talk and look forward to the World Series. Starts Friday down in Houston. The Phillies are in after a remarkable postseason run. Let's talk about this Phillies team, how they got here, the World Series to come. With the guy who knows something about this, he's been in this before, Mickey Morandini joining us right now on the guest line. Mickey, how you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you, Joe? Mickey, we're doing great. I mean, this is uh, a really special time here in Philadelphia, and uh, what a run by this team. Mickey, was there a moment or a uh, a series or a game? Like, when did you start to realize this team was a little bit different than the ones we've seen in years past, which were talented but always seemed to come up short towards the end of a season? Was there a time period during this season where this started to feel a little different to you? Well, I think the big thing is, as you know, in the past, we've had a lot of trouble beating bad teams. And, uh, you know, we started taking it to the Marlins and some of the, you know, the Nationals, teams that weren't very good. We were winning those games. That's something we hadn't done in a long time. So I knew this team had a little something in them. Um, But there's one game, and it was late here. Um, It had to be the Cardinals game in game one where they're down, they're not scoring any runs, and all of a sudden we drop a six spot on them. And I think that was a big turning point for these playoffs because now they got some confidence. Uh, you know, they got Nola going in game two. And as you know, it's it's been a heck of a ride since then. They've been playing really well. Yeah, Mickey, they have. You mentioned Nola and what he, he and Wheeler have been able to do. I mean, you, you had a chance during your career to play behind Kurt Schilling, who's one of the great, you know, postseason pitchers in the history of baseball. And I'm not saying that these guys are yet in that category, but they're, they're having those kind of postseasons, especially Wheeler right now. What are you seeing with those two guys? Because it just feels like every time they go out there, it, you have the chance of going seven innings with one or no runs. Yeah, no question about it. Just I think there's a lot of confidence there. Um, you know, when, once Wheeler came back from uh, the injury there where he was off for a few weeks, uh, that might have been the best thing for the Phillies to give him a little bit of time off, get time to rest because uh, he did come into spring training, you know, a little hurt and got started late. So I think that actually was good for him. And, you know, Aaron had that, uh, you know, he's had a lot of things go wrong for him in September, but uh, he's been lights out for a long time now. And um, they're just feeding off each other. I think that's, that's what good pitchers do. They feed off each other. They push each other. And Will and Nola are a great one-two combo right now. 
Mickey, uh, you had a chance in your career to play with and play against during that time, you know, some of the great hitters in the history of baseball. Obviously, your era co- coincided with a lot of Barry Bonds and Frank Thomas and A-Rod. I mean, some great, great players. And you had a chance in, uh, in 98, I believe, to be a teammate with Sammy Sosa, who also had an amazing run. Um, your thoughts right now on what Bryce Harper's doing? I mean, in terms of October, it's it's special, but just his career as a Philly so far. I mean, when a guy gets that much money, it's tough to live up to the hype. This is a kid that we, you know, not a kid anymore, but then it was a kid, 16 years old on the cover of Sports Illustrated. I feel like Bryce Harper has, has almost exceeded the hype, which seems amazing to do. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, he's come in here and really turned this organization around. Um, he's got people wanting to come to Philadelphia and play now. Um, but, you know, that was a perfect moment that, uh, the other day. You know, we're down a run. He's got a chance to do something special. And a lot of guys will not come through in that situation. And, um, you know, he made some adjustments in the plate. He came, uh, kind of pulled off the ball the first couple of swings and realized that they were staying away from him, made the adjustment, and uh, just uh, – you know, it was a perfect situation at home, in front of the crowd. It was pretty amazing. We're talking to Mickey Morandini here as the Phillies get ready for the World Series on Friday night down in Houston. Mickey, you play in the 93 World Series. I see some similarities here. You know, your, your team was kind of an upstart. Didn't know that wasn't a preseason expectation to be in the World Series. You had a great year, made it. The Blue Jays were kind of a juggernaut for years in the American League and had won a World Series before. Do you see any similarities between um, – that, that what you what you experienced in '93 and what the Phillies are trying to take down now with this Astros team? Yeah, I mean, I think it's similar. I mean, obviously this year the Phillies got off to a very poor start. I think there were seven games under 500 when when Joe got fired or somewhere around there, and Rob came up, came in and did a tremendous job. And as you said, our team we were you know we were picked to come in last by pretty much every major publication and sports uh, person out there. So. Um, we both had the, kind of the odds against us, but, uh, you know, the Blue Jays were, I mean, they were an unbelievable team. They had like four or five Hall of Fame potential players on them. And, and this Houston team, I'm telling you, they are really, really good. That starting uh, rotation for them is off the charts. So we're going to have to play some really good baseball. Um, we're going to have to score some runs and try and hold them down. But uh, I think if we can get game one or game uh, one game in Houston, I really like our chances of winning this series. Mickey, I do too. We're talking Mickey Moore and Dini here as the Phillies get set for the World Series. Rob Thompson, you mentioned uh, when he took over and, and Joe was let go in, in early June. It, you know, this happens every once in a while. We had it with uh, Jack McKeon in 2003 with the, with the Marlins, but it's remarkable that the turnaround, same team. You know, I know they added a couple pieces to the deadline, but it's basically the same team to get these kind of results. What impresses you the most watching Rob Thompson handle this team? lot of things actually one he gave the young guys a chance to play and kind of let them get through their their uh, troubles you know um, they weren't hitting very well at times especially Scott but he stuck with them um, Burling wasn't playing a lot started playing a lot more so he really gave those young guys an opportunity to grow and they did but I think the biggest thing was you know he, he put some stability in that lineup where he put them in order and he kept that order going he didn't move guys around too much and uh, I think he created roles in the bullpen too especially the back end of that rotation I think it's very important for players to get in the routine hit in the same spot know when they're going to pitch in games and I think Rob did a great job of doing that 
Mickey, you know, we heard so much, and, and we had seen him on such big stages about Kyle Schwarber. We knew his power. I mean, that you watch him for five seconds, you know, this guy can hit a ball out. But the thing that I, I think has really struck me with him here this year is, is how he's changed his clubhouse, his leadership. The guy is a winner. How important is that? The, the, the element they added with Kyle Schwarber, the home runs are great, and that's a big part of what he brings. But it feels like he's helped this team believe they could win. They didn't have a guy like him before this season. Yeah, it's huge, and obviously everybody knows about Darren Dalton, one of the best clubhouse leaders I've ever been involved with. And when Dave Dombrowski compares Kyle to Darren, that's a huge, huge compliment. So he's doing some good things in that clubhouse. He's got a lot of playoff experience, which we don't have a lot of on this team, and I think that's really helped this team too. But it's huge to have that guy in the clubhouse that can create you know, a good atmosphere, uh, maybe get on some guys when they need to – to be, uh, you know, taken care of a little bit when some things aren't going real well in the ball game. But uh, from what I understand, and I don't get into the clubhouse too much, but um, I will say he's an IU boy, and I'm an IU boy, so um, good things come from those guys from Indiana. There we go. I, th- there's a connection there. Mickey Moore indeed on the line with us. Mickey, how, how about the crowds here in Philadelphia? Phillies are undefeated so far at home in the postseason. And I always think with the way the World Series is set up, it's interesting. They, other sports have changed the format. Baseball still goes 2-3-2. Two, two. So you get the three straight games if you're the road team, which the Phillies obviously are in this series, at home. I think that's a pretty big advantage. You know, if the Phillies could split it, and you said it a few minutes ago, if they could split the first two in Houston – Having three consecutive games here in front of this crowd, I feel like that's a pretty good advantage for the Phillies. It is, and I think we saw that in the San Diego series, how, how big of an advantage it was. I don't think teams understand what uh, they're going to run into when they come into a packed house at CBP. I mean, I was there for all three games, and it was electric, and I mean, it was off the charts. And, I can remember back in 93 playing at the vet in front of 50,000 screaming fans. I mean, I couldn't even hear myself think at times. So that's a huge advantage for the Phillies. And like you said, hopefully we can get one game in Houston and then make Houston come in here and win a game. It's not going to be easy for them to do. Mickey, do you think the, the, the delay this week or the time off you know, from Sunday to playing Friday night, do you think that's a good thing? Do you worry about that? Now, both teams are dealing with it because both teams clinched and won their pennant on Sunday, but it is a pretty good amount of time off here. How do you think that will impact things? Yeah, it's a concern, for I think, for both teams, especially from the offensive standpoint. I mean, the Phillies were swinging the bats. They had a bunch of guys swinging the bats really well, and you want to stay in that rhythm and, and, and you know, stay hot. And uh, having four days off, that's a huge time to not be seen really – any live pitching or guys, you know, throwing hard and things like that. So it's, I, I don't think it's going to hurt the pitching. A couple extra days rest doesn't really uh, concern me with the pitching. But I am a little concerned with the bats. But as you said, Houston has the same amount of time off. So, you know, there's going to be no excuses. They're going to set up their rotation exactly like they want it. We're setting ours up like we want it. So now it's just time to go out and play and, and see who the better team is. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mickey, appreciate you hopping on. I know you're headed out to uh, to a trip, maybe uh, maybe near IU. You mentioned you're headed to Indiana. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll catch up soon, and enjoy game one on Friday. All right, thanks. Thanks, there, thanks You got it. There he goes. Mickey Moore and Deeney joining us there, talking some World Series in this Phillies team. So he thinks the delay could affect both teams uh, and the offenses. I wonder if that means we get a lower score in game one. I mean, that, that has to be difficult. There's no way to simulate that. Like, you know, they'll take BP – 
But like they're not the, the Phillies will have their swings on Sunday, right? They finish the game six whatever on Sunday. They won't have it. They won't see live pitching again until they face Justin Verlander on Friday night. That's a long gap. It's I guess it's about the gap of the All Star break. Yeah, and Sunday you think about how some of the teams who got the bye through the wild card kind of struggled offensively, and they they claimed it's because they got that week off. I mean, the Phillies have been going nonstop now for a month. Yeah, that they haven't had that opportunity. They no, they haven't. Uh, I mean, I guess it's like an all-star break, so it's not oh, it's not ridiculous. I mean, they get this once a year during the season built in where they're done on Sunday, and then unless you go to the all-star game, you go home and you play again most likely on Friday. So it's pretty similar to that, but you're not always facing Justin Verlander coming out of the all-star break. Like, it's it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, this is by far the toughest pitching matchup I, I think they have the entire postseason. Yeah, who's the best starter they've seen bef- uh, so far? Freed? I mean, Kyle, Kyle Wright, Wright had the most success against them. Yeah, Kyle Wright. And, and Darvish is good. And you Darvish is good, but he's not unbeatable. No, and Musgrove's good, not overwhelming. Yeah, it, I mean, it's Verlander. This, I mean, this this series is probably, the, I mean, there's a reason these guys. Are and the, it would have been Spencer Strider had he been healthy. Right, and he was not. I mean, you could tell him that when he started running out of gas there. So it's uh, it's going to be a challenge, but it's also a challenge for the Astros. They've had the same amount of time off, and they're either going to see Aaron Nola or Zach Lear. I wonder when we get the... Um, Announcement from Topper. He said today it's common sense that Nola will pitch game one. He said that with Angela? I believe so. Common sense. Uh, doesn't mean he's going to do it. No, but I do think it makes sense because oh. you, you've seen Wheeler, and as great as he's been, his velocity has been tipping Yep. after the fifth inning. He hasn't really been stretched out since he came back from the IL at the end of September. I think it makes sense to give him an extra day. And so, Nola's been sitting around for almost two weeks now. Yeah, I think I, I agree. I think Nola should start game one. So here's the other thing about the, the – I think there's an advantage to pitching Nola in game one rather than Wheeler. One, it gives Wheeler an extra day. Right? Maybe that helps him a little bit. Nola's got extra rest anyway. What's, why does he need another day? Two, of the two of them, because of the recent injury to Wheeler, don't you think Nola's more likely to be asked or to volunteer to pitch in game seven? One five seven. If they need him for an inning, the way Suarez did, I'm not sure they would do that with Wheeler. Like, would they ask him to pitch? So game five would be when Wednesday. Yes. Game seven Sunday, a Saturday. Yes. Two days rest. I I don't know after he took a month off because of a forearm injury if they would ask him to pitch two days after a start. I don't know. I, I would doubt it. Because even Rob Thompson, remember there were talks about him doing that. I guess not last series, but the NLDS, him maybe coming back yep. and, and pitching in relief beforehand. And Rob Thompson pretty much shut it down and said there was no chance they were doing that with him. Yeah, and Nola's been so durable and so strong. I, I think there's more likely of a chance that we that he could do that. So I think there's a little bit of advantage to pitch him one and five. Steve is in a Harbor Township. Hey, Steve. Hey, how's it going? Good, Steve. What's yeah, up? Yeah, I'm looking at this series, and I'll tell you, you know, I mean, the thing that scares me about the Astros is the most is this is really not an analytic team. This is an old school, old manager type team where they put the bat on the ball, and that's uh, that. That to me is 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 the problem with going against the Astros. We're not gonna we're not gonna see a ton of strikeouts, and I have a feeling they're gonna really make our starting pitchers work 
a lot harder than they've had to work in this series. We're not going to get these strikeouts of nine and ten a game like we well, like we have been with Wheeler and and Nola. That's what I'm looking at, and I really think the bottom of our lineup is extremely important for us to win. If we don't, the bottom of our lineup, uh, you know, per, you know, performs well, then we got a shot. I mean, I'm trying to find reasons to pick the Phillies to win it, and I'm a diehard Philly fan. I'm going to be rooting for my team. But I really see Houston in six in this series. They're just they just from top to bottom seem like the better team. Yeah, well, I mean they they won 106 games. They have one of the best pitching staffs ever, Steve. I mean their their team ERA this year was under three as a team. I mean that's that is remarkable. So I mean, yeah, every number is going to kind of point, and every thought is going to kind of point to the Astros. I agree with you. Bottom of the order is really important, and I'm worried too about the strikeout stuff because. Every ball that every at bat that doesn't end in a strikeout means the ball is in play for the Phillies defense to have to get involved. Exactly right, and, and let's face it. I mean, uh, the layoffs. I mean, Hoskins was hot, and obviously Harper was out of his mind. Um, and then this layoff. I mean, I understand they have a layoff too, but I don't know. I mean, I look at this team. This team dominated the Yankees in the regular season and obviously in the postseason, nine to two against the Yankees this year. That's pretty impressive. I don't I don't know any team that could have done that to the Yankees as stacked as that team was. Um, and let's face it, I mean, you know, like I said, this five-day layoff is going to hurt us, I think, a lot more than it hurts them. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'll be rooting for my team. Win or lose, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, you know what, Steve? Appreciate it. Yes, I mean, that's... I mean, I don't, we're not having that conversation yet. Like, this is awesome even if they lose. But there is something great about what they did like we've moved so far past you know was successful season you know what does this mean for the future like they've done something special here if they got in and just got beaten two games by the cardinals i think there'd be a lot of questions about the future like what 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 was the season was this even like that good they're the last wild card spot you make it this they're in the world series i mean there's and the season is an overwhelming success I would agree with that, but I also kind of look at it and wonder if this is their best opportunity, right? I mean, you, you're still in a division with two teams that won over 100 games this year. You, you still benefited from a, a, a playoff situation um, that, that completely yep. you know helped you walk into the postseason. And how often do teams get this far in the playoffs multiple years in a row? Like the Astros have done it, but the Astros and, and the Dodgers are, are you know two exceptions to the rule. And... Think about how old a lot of the Phillies regulars are, right? Like, they can combine, they aren't as old as the 08 team because they have guys like Stott and Bohm playing, but Reese Hoskins is over 30. Bryce Harper just turned 30. Nick Castellanos is 30. J.T. Romuto was 30. I mean, these guys, I don't know how many more prime years they have left. Like, this might be it for this group. Well, and then the other thing, didn't, didn't this postseason show us that there's no guarantee in the playoffs? Like, you, I think you can make a guess and say you know what next year and not next five years because they are not a young team but like next year could they be better during the regular season I think so do it with Topper and maybe they sign a, a pitcher or they add Trey Turner like could they win 94 games next season yep but guess what that meant in the playoffs this year nothing right they could be better next year and, and not go as far we saw that every, we saw that the whole time during their last run right they got better every year they won more games every year oh seven eight nine they went all I mean all the way up to 11 Yet they stopped going as far. Like the, we we have a lot of history with the Phillies to to show us that the best team you have doesn't always go the furthest. I mean, yeah, I, I think there's a real chance that they add a, a, another big piece this offseason and are a little bit better next year. Maybe they win 90 or 92. That could happen. Bryce is healthy all year. 
Or we can we could we could spin it any way we want. But maybe they don't go as far in the playoffs. You're probably right. I mean, this is I mean, is this is this group the way it's constructed now going to go to multiple World Series? I don't know. I mean, three weeks ago, I didn't think they'd make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hate to bring anybody down. And obviously, you want to live in the moment because this is something that's special. And this is something that, you know, for me personally, I've experienced twice in my life before right now in my 27 years of living. But you, you kind of just kind of look at the writing on the wall for this franchise and what it means moving forward. I mean, Scott Fransky said it during Bryce Harper's home run call, right? He may never hit a bigger home run in his life. I don't know if the Phillies with Bryce Harper ever have a better opportunity at winning the world title than they do right now. Yeah, I mean, you could say maybe they'll go back one day and they won't face a team as good as the Astros, but getting there is hard. I mean, it's really hard to get to the World Series, and they got there through the sixth spot in the playoffs. 215-592-9494. That is how you hop aboard. All right, coming up on the other side. We are going to play for you, in case you missed it this morning, Rob Thompson with Angelo Cataldi. If, if, unless I missed it, Topper has not appeared on WIP very often. He also showed up on the Midday Show today. Did you know that? I did not realize that. Well, why didn't he come on the evening show? I don't know. We're waiting. I mean, If you're listening, come it, on. Yeah, So, but it was cool to hear him. I mean, I'm a big fan of Rob Thompson, what he's done so far. But, you know, he didn't have, like, a special thing. You know, when a new manager, we had it with Gabe Ka- Gabe Kapler joined Angela every week. That was awesome radio. Girardi didn't do it very often. I'm not sure, you know, the, the logistics and reasons behind yes or no on, on those kind of things. But Rob Thompson, as an interim, I mean, interim managers don't exactly, you know, go, go do a lot of media stuff. Uh, but he's not an interim anymore. And he's an NL champion. He joined Angelo this morning. Great spot. Talking about this team. I love when he was talking about the city and his feeling here. And now the Phillies are an international team, according to Rob Thompson. Hear that next on Sports Radio 94 WIP. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.